spoke about last week. I praise you, Lord, that you are making a way in the wilderness. That's what your word says, is that you make a way in the wilderness. And I was actually reading this. Um, I believe it's Isaiah 43. Um, I might be wrong, but I, I think it's Isaiah 43. It says, um, man, I got to find it. I'm, I'm going to find it right now. Ooh, look at this. Uh, I, ooh, there we go. Uh, behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, Nicole. I, the Lord, will make a, a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. There's that song, Maverick City. Are you making ways in the wilderness? The waves in the desert, rivers, rivers in the desert. But the Lord's making rivers in the desert because I know you, you've been experiencing just a drought in your life, especially just in your current living situation, as we talked about. And and I, I just pray in the name of Jesus. Oh, do not call to mind the former things or ponder the things of the past. And, and then it says, behold, I am doing a new thing. So Lord, I just want to say thank you for the new thing, which you're doing inside Nicole. I praise you. I worship you, God, for what you're bringing Nicole through. And Lord, as she's going throughout this process, I pray for a, um, a hedge of protection around here, God, that, that Lord, that in, and for her kids, that in the environment that she's living in, that the atmosphere of your, the heaven that is upon you, Nicole, would be a barrier for the for her kids and for that you just protect her lord in the season of transition so lord we worship you we praise you and i just pray you you already bless this word but i just pray that the angels associated with this word that they would come down and help me minister this i partner with the angels of heaven i partner with you lord and i pray that you would just use me as your instrument as your weapon as your vessel to give this word in your precious name jesus amen Amen. 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 So one of Nicole, I love you. You're awesome. I hope you know that. And Jesus loves you too. So when I was like preparing this word, I had no clue like who was going to show up at like whatsoever. Cause I mean, it's a little bit different every single week. Some people show up, some people don't show up. It's cool. Uh, but part of this, I, I think this is going to be more of a, it's going to turn more into a training session than a word. So it's going to be a little bit different than last week, I think, but um, it's going to, because our goal and our mission for the digital church is to see y'all become deliverers, to see y'all become healers. And that doesn't mean on your own accord, it's through Jesus Christ, obviously. Um, we're not like, we're not telling you to go out on your own. Be There's no lone rangers. Uh, we need Jesus and also like the community of believers, but uh, I came up with a lot of different verses about the broken spirit, the broken heart. And that's all, I mean, I'm going to I'll probably like talk about some other stuff later on, but I was reading particularly in Proverbs about the, the broken spirit and broken heart. And I'm just going to, um, I'm going to read a few of these verses and let me just pull this up real quick. Um, unless if y'all want to pull up one and read it, uh, does anyone want to pull up um, a Proverbs 17, 22? That would be really cool. I don't know who's pulling it up, uh, but. 
Who's got it? I got it. All righty. You want you want to read the, what what uh, translation are you reading out of? Uh, New King James. All righty. Go for it. A merry heart does good. good. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, who said that? Um, me. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Seventeen what? The, uh, Proverbs 22. Okay. Uh, you're good. A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Mm. Okay. Mm, okay. So um, in my translation, it says saying merry, it says joyful, which I mean, they're both right. I mean, they're, they're like the same, same word, just um, a little bit different meaning, mainly the same meaning. Um, so a merry, can you read that one more time? Yeah, a merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Alrighty, so can you give me, um, what are some yeah. other, um, give me a definition of a merry. What, what is a merry heart? Like, how do we, like, tell me about this. Tell me about this, like, I just think of Merry Christmas. Like, that's all I can think of at the moment. Like, like a joyful Ooh, heart? Ooh, okay. Um, what is, what is a joy? Like a glad heart, like a glad, yeah. cheerful. Okay. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, there, there's another. Yep. So that is part of the definition of joy is like glad. Um, let's see. I just, so one way to, you know, I actually share my screen. Why not? This will be fun. I'm going to do a screen share. Um, so this is one way I, I do. Um, this is one oh. way apostle taught me to study is through, um, I will like, I'll look up different verses. So um, as you can, I'm going to go back real quick. And so if y'all like are looking for how to study the word, this is a great way. I looked up, um, all I typed in was, I'm going to go way back. All right. So I just typed in 1995 NAS, New American Standard Bible Strong. And it's a strong concordance. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to type in Proverbs where is that? Proverbs 17. And I'm just going to go all the way to 22. And I can just look up different uh, words that are, so it will give me like exactly what it is in the Hebrew, which can be very helpful to even mm -hmm. a further understand a verse. So mm -hmm. as we can see, y'all said glad, joyful, merry. And then if we go down here, I, I haven't, again, I haven't, um, let's see. So here's some cross references. Um, so, uh, as an ag adjective of showing joy, so, um, joyful showing joy. So let's see. Um, and then for some of these, there's actually, you can look at like the, the original word where it came from. Oh yeah. So you give them some joy other, I mean, so, um, going back to, I wrote it down a joyful heart, a, um, a glad heart, a a glowing. Or this has glowed, but I mean, like a glowing heart. Um, a lot of a re, like something a very, pleased heart, a pleased heart, something that's satisfied. A like mm -hmm. it's a satisfying to overflowing, and so when you have a a joyful heart, it, it's medicine. So, and I'm like. 
I'm, we're going to do this together. So what um, a, a joyful heart is, let's look up the word good, to be good, well, glad, or pleasing. So when you have a joyful heart, a joyful heart brings healing. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that, that's a little bit obvious that, I mean, medicine heals. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not sure if there's to depart. So yeah. when you use medicine, what I mean, Beautiful. medicine, um, like it, it makes the, the thing what you're dealing with depart from you. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it cures, it cures, it heals. Um, so some medicine, I mean, it works. I mean, and healing is one of those things that is a, um, a, it, um, I would say like medicine, like you use it and like over time, like it, usually like medicine doesn't take like, like five years. It's just, you, I mean, you take it and, and you begin to like, you begin to see results immediately. Ooh, what does this say? Whoa. Okay. That That's so the verb. It's kind of like a cured. treatment, like joyful because medicine sometimes can be temporary. I don't know. That's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, look at, it says like, like the medicine and then the brown, uh, this is like a com- like commentary type of thing, but uh, the verb depart, be cured, healed. Um, because that's, that's what um, medicine will do. It'll heal you. It will cure you, kill you. It'll, it'll set you free from an illness. Okay. Healed, pain, disease. Oh, wow. Okay. So we, we just read all that and it's like, all right, Josh, where are you going with this? And we, I mean, we just broke <laughs> down a joyful heart is medicine, but a broken spirit, but a broken spirit, um, up just look up the word broken. Why not? I'm not, we're going to look up the word naka, um, <laughs> to smite, to scourge. Um, interesting. The word scourge, um, I see, um, they, they are scourge out of land. Um, another time, like scourge is used in the Bible to smite. Um, let's see. So when you, when something, a smited spirit, a scourge spirit, uh, one of, I, I read in Isaiah, I believe it's Isaiah 53. It says by his scourging, we are healed by his stripes. Um, so, but I mean, we look at like when something like, like so that's broken so that's what the word broken means and we're gonna go to spirit what the heck does spirit mean um let's see uh, the breath wind um so like the life inside of us our spirit mm. absent from the body present with the lord when your spirit leaves like that it i mean like like y- your body can still be functioning but when the lord takes up your spirit or the, the spirit leaves your body. I mean, your body shuts down because it's it the, the spirit is a life breath inside of us. So when our spirit, our our the life inside of us is crushed, who can bear it? I love that word yeah. who. I, I I saw that in um, um let's see. Oh, sorry. i I started reading out of um that's Proverbs 18, 14 that says that as far as a broken spirit, who can bear it? We're on, we're in 1722. Um, but, but the broken spirit, a, a, a spirit that's broken dries up the bones. Yeah. And I, I was, I was 
reading in um this this is where like really the training i mean all this is training uh but um why like what this is the result of a broken spirit so like we see like when our bones will dry up when when our spirit is broken and there's only a few times in the i'm going to stop the screen share okay so in the bible there's a few times where we see a broken like we see the broken spirit and we see well actually no we see the yeah we see like the bones drying up and i was reading and this is going to help y'all do deliverance on other people because you're going to be able to identify this and say wow i see this individual, I, I can either see this person in the spirit the way they are, or the person's going to reveal stuff to me. Um, I was meditating. You were meditating Proverbs 18, 14. Come on, Lord. Okay. We're about to get there. We're about to get there in a minute. Cause I wrote that down. We, we in sync. I was talking to someone recently and we're, and we, we were joking around and we're like, we're in Bluetooth. It was, it was funny. Um, so this is what uh, Psalms 32 says. Uh, how blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How blessed is the man whom the Lord does not Im- impute iniquity, um, mm-hmm. in, in whose spirit there is no deceit. Now, this is the interesting part. Excuse me. Um, when I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away. Mm-hmm. Through my groaning all day long, for day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was drained away as the fever, as the fever heat of summer. Mm. Um, I mean, if, if you're out in, if you're out in like the, like in the heat of the summer, like it, it saps your energy. I mean, like, so yeah. like, so we see the sapping, we see like the bones of the, we see, we, we see the, um, the body wasting away. We, we see the deterioration uh, and it's not just talking about, I mean, like things manifest in the physical, but there's something deeper going on in the spiritual. There's, there's something deeper going on in the mental in the emotional. And, and these are things that God wants to address in individuals. So it goes on to say, and there's a sailor after that. It's like, a, it's a moment of pause. Uh, what what's going on? Hey, it's so good to see you. Um, so, uh, Tanger, kind of, I'll just give you a brief recap of what we just did. So we were going through Proverbs seventeen twenty two, and it says a joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. And that word joyful means glad. It means this great pleasure. It, it means merry. And so when you are so full of the gladness of the Lord, when you're so full of that, you can be medicine. You can be healing to others. You can help set other people free. Um, but a broken spirit dries at the bones. And we see in, uh, in uh, Psalms 32, um, one, of the, one of the key uh, indicators of, um, of, here, I'm just going to meet you, Nicole. Mama, mama. Um, so, uh, but we see in, uh, Psalms 32, uh, one of the, the keys to the dried upness is when we're silent about our sin. Um, when we're silent about our sin, my body wasted away through my groaning. You see the torment, I mean, groaning torment, um, the gnashing of teeth. And I mean, 
I just think of hell. I mean, hell on earth. This is literally hell on earth. Like my body wasted away. That sounds like hell through my groaning all day long for day and night. Your hand was heavy upon me. Um, my vitality was drained away as with the fever heat of summer. And so when we hold on to unforgiveness, when we hold on to unforgiveness, which is a sin or any other sin, when we, or we live in disobedience, which is sin, um, we'll begin to see this happen. And when we're not in, when we're not in that union with God, when we, when we step out of that union with God, that, that our relationship with him, I mean, this is so even before, like you can be a believer in Jesus and still have hell in your life. Um, like you can believe that Jesus is God, but if like, if he hasn't healed the broken spirit, then you're still going to be living. And I mean, there, and that's where deliverance comes through. Cause like, I mean, we can, um, like we can become believers and still live hell on earth. I'm like, Oh yeah, Jesus is my savior, but, um, we don't receive him as anything else. Um, but it goes on to say, I acknowledge my sin to you. And my iniquity, iniquity, I did not hide. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the guilt of my sin. So at that moment, we see like this individual was feeling all these things up until they acknowledged their sin. Um, they didn't hide. They didn't try to cover themselves, but they, they fully exposed themselves and said, I confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin and attached with that guilt is shame. So therefore let everyone who is godly pray to you in time when you may be found surely in a flood of great waters, they will not reach him. Uh, you are my hiding place. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with the songs of deliverance, Ooh, the songs of deliverance. And I'm going to go back to the couple first verses. How blessed is he whose transgressions is forgiven, whose sins is covered. Uh, so if your sins aren't covered, um, if, if you haven't renounced these things or they're not covered, cursed are you. I mean, that, that's how I'd literally flip the verse. If I were to, if I, it says, how blessed is he whose transgressions is forgiven, whose sin is covered. So, I mean, you could flip that around and say, how cursed is he whose transgression is not forgiven, whose transgressions, whose sin is not covered. Um, how cursed is the man to whom the Lord does, does impute iniquity and whose spirit there is deceit. I mean, I, I just like kind of literally flipped it. Um, but blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. And so when, when y'all begin to do deliverance on other people, cause I mean, there's going to be times like you're going to run into people. Like, I mean, I, even the past month, I've ran into individuals outside the church and people who are believers or like they, they're Christians and they're going through demonic oppression and, or even with healing too. Uh, but especially with deliverance and I've had the opportunity. I just knew what to do. I was like, all right. The, well, the spirit of the Lord showed me that uh, some of these individuals were dealing with heavy unforgiveness and we began to address these things and they began to repent of their sins. And once those things were broken off them, I was able to, there was no more legal hold for the enemy to stay. So I was able to cast the things out. And, and as, um, 
like as like uh, ambassadors for Christ. I mean, we need to know how to do these things. Like we, the, the Bible says in uh, Mark 16, um, 15 through 19, it says like these signs shall follow those who believe in, in me. They'll cast out devils, they'll heal the sick, etc. And, but we, this is such a, like when we um, allow ourselves to be reconciled, which a lot of us in here have, we've, we've all went through deliverance. We've all um, allowed ourselves to, we, we've renounced things in our life. We, we've renounced the witchcraft. We've renounced a lot of these things. And now we have the opportunity to be a deliverer for other people. Because as we said before, and we'll say it, and I'll say it again. I mean, when we get delivered, I mean, it brings healing and deliverance to other people. Um, when we get delivered, other people, it's just a reverberating effect that's going to happen. Uh -huh. um, our obedience is going to command the blessing. Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven. Like your life is blessed because you've been forgiven. You've been restored. The demonic, which has been entangled around you is gone in the name of Jesus. So, and, and then we can live out in the fruit of the spirit. We can live out in the gifts of the spirit because it's, like, how do we even live out in the gifts of the fruit if we're just caught up in bondage constantly? So, um, so while I just talked about the deliverance portion, um, I want to talk about the healing portion as well, because when you are made whole, you can help bring other people to wholeness through Jesus uh -huh. Christ. Obviously, we're ambassadors for Jesus. And it says a joyful heart is, is medicine. So your, your joy for the Lord, there's an oil of joy. Um, I believe it's in Psalms. I, um, we, we spoke it over. I prophesied over you, Simone, but I, I, I speak it over all of us right now that the oil of the joy, the joy of the Lord would just run freely over us. I don't even know where it is, honestly. Um, it, I, was yeah, I think it's right here. Um, it says in uh, Psalms 45, you have, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God has anointed you with the oil of joy above your fellows. And uh, this, is, this verse is talking about um, of Jesus, but it's also talking about believers um, when we are saved from the kingdom of darkness and, and you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, your God has anointed uh, anointed you and he anoints us all with the, 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 with the joy, um, with, with the oil of joy. And so our, the oil on our life will set other people free. It will, it will bring healing. It will bring, it will, it will cure people and it will bring salvation to individuals. So, um, the, the greatest, but the greatest thing God wants to do is like, we can't go out and like, if, if we're constantly living a broken spirit, because not only are we going to, are our bones dried up, but we're going to dry up other people's bones. Um, we're going to bring a word of death over people when we should be giving life over to individuals. So wow. it's so important that we, we keep our, our heart in the right posture and we allow the goodness of God just to overflow in our life that we allow God's perfect love to cast out all fear in our life on a daily basis. Cause I know a lot of us have been re delivered of that, but that fear, fear loves to creep on back up. Doubt loves to like th these things, these tempters love to creep on back up and see if they can get a foothold again. And that's where in a, in a Romans 12, it says, 
that we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, that we need to, every single day, we need to become a living sacrifice before the Lord and allow him to transform and renew our life. So, um, and oftentimes like we try to do things on our own, obviously I mean, we're human. We, we we're, sometimes we just do the most ridiculous things. And, um, and Proverbs 18, 14, which is funny that Simone was reading this earlier. And now, um, I'm bringing this up. You're meditating on it. The Lord hears you. He sees what's going on in your life. He, he, he's good. Um, but the, the spirit of a man can endure his sickness. That That's the first portion. But as for a broken spirit, who can bear it? And like, we can try to endure a lot of things in life. It's like, all right, like you go through crap and it's like, all right, like, all right, like I'm gonna get through this. Like I, I had a hard time. Like I'm, I'm gonna make it like it's, it's, it's all good, but who can fix a broken spirit? And I'm going to look up the word sickness. Um, like we can endure disease and like that, that's the word literally for it, disease, sickness, yeah. disease. Um, but as for a broken, a, um, we're back at the word NACA. A, a scourged, a smited spirit, something that is completely just shattered. How can we, who, who can bear it? Like who can put that, who, who can put that back together? Um, who's that someone? Who's the whoever? Who's the whom? Um, like who, who can do this? And it's, it's not by our, like we can try to muscle our way through life and we can try to, we can try to get through sickness. Like we can do these things like, all right, I endured this. I endured that. Great. And, but this is the only, like, this is, and this is like the greatest thing. Um, we like, we need the Lord to heal that broken and scourged spirit. And I think I don't actually, I'm not going to say the word I think. I, I say in um, Isaiah, which this gives me so much joy. It says in Isaiah that, um, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being felt the chastening, chastening for our well-being fell upon him, and by his scourging we are healed. So he who became no sin became sin to set us free. Each um, all of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us have turned to his own way, but the Lord has caused the iniquity of all of us all to fall on him. And I just find this so amazing because it says, who can bear it? Jesus bore it. Jesus bore it. There's nothing too difficult for the Lord, our God, we serve. There's absolutely nothing. So like, yeah, we may have a broken spirit or we may encounter people with a broken spirit, but we have to remember greater is the one who lives inside of us than he who is in the world. We have to hold on to this for dear life. There, there, in, in a cryptocurrency world, there, there's, this, uh, there's this terminology that's H-O-D-L and it says, hold on for dear life. That, that's like kind of like, the, it's, it's kind of a joke, but like when we hold on to dear life for our, our, our blessed assurance, when we hold on to this truth, and we say, you know what, Lord, I ain't greater than you. Like you, you made all sin fall upon you. I'm, I'm turning to you. And it says by your scourging, we are healed. Um, by your brokenness, Lord, 
by your broken spirit. You bore the broken spirit. Uh, you, you were a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And like one whom men hid their face, he was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely our griefs he himself bore and our sorrows he carried, yet ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. And it goes, again, I'm not going to reread that. But that's such good news because like the same work he did in our life, he wants, like he's placed his same spirit the same spirit that helped him overcome the world, that same spirit now lives inside of us. I believe everyone here has received the baptism. And I praise the Lord for that. And But the baptism isn't just for speaking in tongues. Well, that is great. Praise the Lord Almighty. Uh, the Lord wants to give us a new language called boldness. He wants to give us a new language called discernment. And you know what? Uh, speaking in tongues, speaking just understanding what people are going through, understanding the feelings that are going inside them. The, that's what the Lord wants to do. He wants to use us as an, his ambassadors to bring the gospel, to bring the hope of Jesus Christ into, into the individuals who we encounter. Um, so I'm just going to read. I have a few more uh, verses in Proverbs, and then I want to share something. It's a little off. It's still on the same subject, uh, but... I'm going to read this. So a joyful heart makes a, a cheerful face, but when the heart is sad, the spirit is broken. Um, and what I, I love so much about this is like when the heart is sad, the spirit is broken. Um, the good, the good news is that um, my, like we, we can grow weak in our, like we can go, um, weak in our body. And, and Psalm 73, 26, it says my health may fail and my spirit may grow weak, but the Lord, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. And I just find that as that, but when we make God, the strength of our heart, all the days of our life, things begin to happen. Things begin to move. Um, we don't like God's desire for us in our life is to bring healing in every single season of our life, because there's going to be times where we go through difficult trials and situations, but my health may fail. My spirit may grow weak. We all go through difficult times, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. And we hold on to this, this truth. We will never go into the broken spiritness. We, we won't like we, we won't go into broken spiritness. We won't, we won't because Jesus already bore it. We just read in Proverbs 18, 14, the spirit of man can endure his sickness. We can try to endure things, but as for this, the broken spirit, who can bear it? And Jesus bore it on Calvary on the cross. He bore it for us. So we didn't have to, he bore up our sickness. He bore up all these things and he wants to bring healing to our life every single day. He wants to bring deliverance to our life every single day. And I I'm going to read uh, Proverbs 14, 30, and it says, a tranquil heart is life to the body, a heart at peace, a tran tranquility, peace, a, a, a peaceful heart is life to the body, but passion is, is rottenness to the bones. And that passion has to do with like this, like the lewdness. I mean, nothing wrong to have be passionate about something, but it's like when we allow our passions to overtake us and rather than the spirit of the Lord being the one inside of us reviving us daily uh it's it's gonna lead us to 
uh, to the rottingness in our bones is going to lead us to the brokenness of spirit. And so basically I would say the word for today is that the Lord wants like the order to be a blessing to others God needs to heal our heart. God needs to deliver stuff out of our heart. God needs to deliver stuff out of our life. And the good news is that he bore that for us already. We don't have to keep on holding on to the same things any longer. Um, I, I'll be real with y'all. Uh, my first sermon ever preaching was out of Psalms 32. And, and it says, when I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away. So when you be, when you keep something, it means that there's a time associated with that keeping. So when you keep something for an hour, let's just say I, I hold out this water bottle, for example, like this. So I've done this for about five seconds. It's not too bad. But if I did this for an hour, my body, my arm is going to be sore. It's going to be sore beyond all imagine. It's going to go like, I'm going to feel a burning sensation. I'm going to feel numbness. Maybe I'm going to feel just, it's going to be eventually excruciating. Even if I go like this forever, I'm going to feel the weight of gravity just pulling me down or just imagine just carrying just a heavy weight on your back all your life. And I know a lot of us in here got delivered. I praise the Lord for that, but we're going to run into people as well in our life who've been carrying, who've been committing spiritual abortion. They've been committing abortion all their life. They've been committing every single time the Lord has a word for them. They abort the mission because the spirit inside of them says, no, you can't do that. Like, no, then they go into self-sabotage mode or, and I, I just pray over, um, I just pray for your husband, Jackie. I just pray over the, the, the spirit of abortion, just aborting things and just, and just quitting. I pray we just break the assignment of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We break that stronghold in the name of Jesus. We stand in the gap right now for Jackie's husband. Lord, that there be reconciliation, that there be no aborting of the mission. Lord, that you would see things through. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Um, we thank you. Amen. I just, I just, I just need to say that. But we're going to run into people who are about to abort things in their life. They're about to abort the call of God on their life. The, the Lord wants to do something special in each and every single one of us. And oftentimes what happens is the Lord's about to do something mighty and great. And what happens is we begin to have these thoughts come in or we allow someone else to come in and speak a word of death over, over what God wants to do. And I just encourage y'all that he wants to use you as life givers, that he wants to use you as the chain breaking anointing on other, on other people's lives. He wants to help you. He wants, he wants to use you to help other people walk through repentance of sin. Uh, it says in James chapter five, confess your sins to one another that you may be healed, that you may be healed in the name of Jesus, that you may be healed and that the prayer of the righteous is effective. So what we need to do as ambassadors of Christ is that we need to, we need to be real with people. We need to like, not, not shame people, not like, not judge people, be judgmental towards people, but be that helping hand for another person, because I'll be real. We're going to run into people who are like, there's that story of love, love your neighbor as yourself. And in that Jewish person or the Samaritan found the Jew on the side of the road who was beaten and tortured and Samaritans and Jews didn't hang out with each other. But what the Samaritan did was he saw his neighbor and he knew that he needed life. So he, he, he reached out his hand and he brought him to the hospital so he could be healed. 
And I'm not saying all of us are going to run into someone on the street who's, who's wounded and bandaged and that needs to be brought to the hospital. That could happen and praise the Lord. But there's, you're going to run into people who've been holding on to a lifelong set of um, set motion of abortion and suicide upon their life that every single time they try to, to move on, there's always something that just holds them back. And, and since you've been delivered, you have the opportunity to be a deliverer for other people. Praise God. So it says, when I kept, I kept, when I kept something, when I kept silent, my body wasted away. And, and as believers in Jesus Christ, we can confront these things to the root. We can say, no, you've been holding on to something in your life. And I'm here to partner with heaven to see the full fruition, the full wholeness in your life. I'm partnering with my angels. I'm partnering with angels, heaven. I'm partnering with the angels of goodness and mercy just to rain, rain havoc over the demons are attacking your life. We have the, op I mean, not everything's a demon, but there's a demons associated with sin. So when we help people walk through forgiveness and, and we help people get delivered, I mean, what greater thing is that the Lord, the, the, the Bible, like we, like people rejoice in heaven when people begin to repent. Um, when, when a sinner turns from his ways, there's rejoicing in heaven for that. There, there's so much, there, there is rejoicing in that. And, and, Honestly, I mean, it may sound scary, like going and stepping out of outside your comfort zone, because a lot of us for so long, we've been in our, um, in our own mess. And finally the Lord has set us free, but now instead of constantly focusing on ourselves and trying to make us better, because a lot of us have been made whole, a lot of us have been made set free. And I praise the Lord for that. That is such amazing news. Now he's saying, our, like, he's going to constantly deliver us and heal us every single day because that's our daily portion. But now we have the opportunity to say that the Lord commissioned us and he said, you know what, like, go deliver and go save other, like, go, go bring the good news. Go be the carrier. Go be the messenger of the good news for other people. Share this word. Share the 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 word. And we've been given such an awesome uh, privilege to share this amazing word of God. We've been given this that because this I'm not ashamed of sharing it because that brings life to the hearer. It brings healing to the hearer. So I ain't going to hold back. But oftentimes, this is what the word says in uh, Proverbs 18. I'm sure you probably read this, Simone, if you read Proverbs 18 today. It says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And those um, who, um, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to pull it up because I got those who, uh, life and uh, like death and life is in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. So. We're, we're believers. We've been given the life-giving gospel inside of us. When the Lord speaks to us this, concerning another person to give them a word of life or to do something, and we withhold, when we withhold the blessing of God, I'm about to say this, we need to stop withholding the blessing of God from others. A lot of times we say, man, I want to, I want to see the region changed, but we don't want God to use us as the impactor. We don't want to be that person. We just want to say, oh, there's so much sin in the world. There's so many demons. Eh, we, we, we always, we, we magnify these things. But what I would submit to y'all is that, that the Lord wants to give you words concerning other people, whether they're believers or unbelievers. He wants to give you words of life to speak. And life and death is in the power of the tongue. When, Jesus, when, when the Father said, let there be light, light came upon the earth. And that same, 
God that's same God lives inside of us. When we speak, things are going to begin to happen. So if the Lord gives us a word to speak concerning over another person and, and he'll like give us words when in uh first Corinthians 12, he gives us gifts of the spirit. When, when, when the Lord gives us a word, we got, we can't withhold the goodness of God from other people. We're God's ambassadors. We're God's messengers. We can't, I, I, I don't want to hold back that because when I hold back the blessing of God on another person, I'm cursing that person in my heart. I'm saying, no, they're not good enough to receive the goodness of God. And that's not true. If you, if you and all your sin were good enough to receive worthy enough to receive the goodness of God, if you are worthy, if Jesus died for, became a curse, he knew no sin, new sin, and he became the curse for all. There's no exception. There's no partiality to that. And so therefore, in that case, there's no one on this earth who is not deserving of the goodness of God because Jesus died for it. He is more than enough for anyone we encounter. So the reality is like God, like he wants to use us to like, he wants to heal our heart. Because how are we supposed to love all the, how are we supposed to love our neighbor as ourself if we don't even love ourselves? How are we supposed to love God? Like if if we like like fully, if if we're constantly living in fear, God, like we need to be made whole so we can love God more effectively and we can love other people more effectively. And it comes by way of just allowing the love of God to come in. It also comes by reading the word and understanding the goodness of God. And once we have this knowledge and understanding of it, and we allow it to stop the the waves of Holy Spirit, the, this, the Holy Spirit just to indwell in our life and to speak to us. From there, we can um, share the goodness of God with others and be effective. Our words don't have to drop and like, oh, Jesus loves you. And like, maybe the Lord couldn't have you say that to someone. I'm not trying to mitigate that either. But I, I don't want you, like, I myself and, and for y'all, I don't want y'all going around just saying empty words anymore to other people. I want, I just pray this right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that when y'all go out and share the goodness of God with other people, that y'all be anointed with the oil of joy, that the, the, the joy inside you would bring, be medicine. It'd be a cure. It'd bring freedom to the people who you encounter. I pray this in the name of Jesus. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that, that, that says like your word won't return void and that Lord, that they would begin to speak your word over other people's lives, God, not just the written word is great. And I read it. I love it. But Lord, when you speak a word, the living word, this is a living word, but the other section of the living word, I pray that when you give people discernment about people's lives, when you give um, the people right now listening, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, uh, words of understanding that when you begin to impart these gifts and, and words of prophecy, words of healing, miracle signs, uh, etc. When you begin to give them words that they would that they would open their mouth, that they would be the messenger and that they would only speak what is spoken, that they want to add their own carnality. They want to add their own judgments inside of it, but they would say, Lord, show me what you say about this person. I don't want to see this person the way I see them because maybe I don't think they're deserving, but I pray right now that you, you would impart into us the vision. So we would be able to see the way you see other people. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So if y'all want to help other people get set free, I encourage you. Like, when the Lord speaks to you to say something, sometimes you may have to confront something in someone's life or so, like you, you see someone 
who is just going through a lot and you can say, can I pray for you? You see a believer who's just, because when you pray for a believer, like, and, and they receive deliverance, I mean, it's going to bring deliverance to many other people. So with your obedience, it's going to bring a blessing in so many people. So I just encourage you, like y'all, y'all got the joy of the Lord. And I pray, I praise God for that. And I just pray for a greater portion. I pray that you just begin to heat up their lives, God, in the name of Jesus, that your joy would be able to overflow upon their life, that, that every single person listening to this, I just impart this, like the oil of joy upon them because they love righteousness and they hate evilness. I praise you, God, for that. They, they love righteousness and hate evilness. And I pray that every Every word that would be to come out of their mouth would be good, that it'd be life-giving, that it would bring hope and it being restoration in the name of Jesus. And that you would just use everyone listening to this to impact their job in the name of Jesus, that they've been to impact the people who they work with, that they've been be able to impact their family, just with the goodness of God that is just overflowing with that oil, that when the oil flows, it overflows. It, 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 there's a residual where whatever they touch, wherever they walk, it's going to flow. So I just want to say, thank you, God, that you are just pouring out your oil, that you're God, you're pouring out your spirit and that you're working, God, that you're moving. I praise you, Lord, help us I just want to walk everyone through a, a repentance. Um, and I, I'm going to, I want to say this too. Um, I just want to repent. We're going to repent for just like first, I mean, like there's, I mean, I'm going to say hate, like the spirit of murder. And I, I would, a lot of times um, we, when we withhold the goodness of God from other people, it says when obedience commands the blessing. So disobedience commands the curse. And when we choose to live in disobedience and, and we have a life giving word for someone and we say, you know what? I ain't sharing. Like, I don't want to share it. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Or I don't think this person deserves it. We're saying in our heart that that person's not good enough to receive the goodness of God. And so I, it's amazing when we begin to see people the way God sees them, because when God, when we see people the way God sees them, we'll be able to see beyond our, our carnality, beyond our understanding. And so I just want to walk everyone through, first of all, repentance of just like the, the hate of like, you know what, like, and sometimes it's not always hate, but like, I'll be real. It's not every single time you don't pray for someone is hate, but concerning for this, I just, um, a lot of times it's hard to pray for people because we have so much, because they're dead to us. Like, oh, you're dead to me or there's so much bitterness. So I just want to walk everyone right, right here, right now, just through a prayer, just of, and maybe y'all have said this before, but there's nothing wrong with reinforcing things. And sometimes even when we, um, after we pray that after we pray prayers like that, it's great, but then maybe God will reveal something deeper. Maybe right now in your spirit, there's someone maybe that you're still holding on bitterness to, or maybe something came up this week that has challenged you to like, all right, am I going to hold on to bitterness or am I going like, what decision am I going to make? Um, th th it will happen. It, it, that happens in life and how we become transformed by the renewing of our mind is by confessing things like this. This is one of the strategies to being renewed. So um, I'm just going to say a, a simple repeat after me prayer. 
I suck at these. Actually, no, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. I love it. <laughs> Jackie's like, no, you're fine. I'm like, amen. Praise the Lord. Um, I'm not being hard on myself. That was that was just a joke. I, I repent for that being hard on myself. So um, Father, I repent for any bitterness, hatred, and just um constant um uh, anger. I have had for close people in my life who just don't get it. Lord, I pray that you would help me see people the way you see them. That Lord, that you would give me your eyes so I can see people the way you see them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's a simple prayer, but I mean, if you mean it, I mean, it will, I mean, right now I, I feel I'm feeling ministered to just by speaking that aloud. I mean, like, who am I to say what God wants to do in someone's life? It, we might see in the natural, everything going wrong, but what does God say? But what does God say? And based on that word that God says, that's what we need to stand on. No ifs, ands, or buts. That's what we need to stand on. Anything else is we can't do it. We don't got time. Like if we would just allow our carnality to get out of the way, we're going to save people a lot of time. We're going to save ourselves a lot of time. Um, I know we've talked about this in, in the past and I'm going to be closing up in a couple of minutes, but I want to kind of uh, full circle a lot of our meetings. When the Lord gives you a word, speak and do it. And oftentimes we don't see the prosperity in our life. We don't see the blessing fall in our life because we haven't obeyed the last word that God gave us or any of the words that God's given us. We constantly just want another word. We want another word. We want another word. And, but we aren't um, following through with what God has already spoken. And so I just encourage everyone that um, I, I was reading earlier and I don't, I want to beat y'all over the head because I understand like our humanity. I mean, it's scary sometimes following the Lord. It's like, oh my gosh, like I really like genuinely like there's been times where I've been just terrified. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Like I'm terrified, but this is what the Lord would say concerning that. Um, many are the sorrows of the wicked, but, but he who trusts in the Lord Loving kindness shall surround him. Um, be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous ones, and shout for joy, all you who are upright in heart. So I just want to encourage y'all with this, that um, many, 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 many are the sorrows of the wicked. Those just constantly who don't trust in the Lord who were constantly holding, who kept their sin, who didn't let go of their sin. But um, he who trusts in the Lord, loving kindness shall surround him. Shall. That word shall means it's a decree. It will. It shall be established. It is happening. It's not saying it might, but it's, it, this is a conditional promise. It's, and what, it, what is a conditional promise? It says he who trusts, that's a condition in the Lord. And that that's, that's the individual. Um, then loving kindness shall surround him. So 
I just encourage you when the Lord speaks to you, I mean, he's given y'all gifts, abilities, talents. When the Lord speaks to you to do such a thing, then do it. Don't. And when, when the Lord speaks you to do something, don't hold back. When the Lord tells you to speak with intensity, speak with intensity. When the Lord tells you to speak with softness, speak with softness. When the Lord tells you just to be goofy about something and kind of silly and, and, and cheerful, be like, Hey, what's going Like, like, when the Lord tells you to smile at someone, do that. Like, like to follow the Lord doesn't mean you have to be like shouting and screaming all the time. I know I've been really shouting and getting just, I'm not hyped. I mean, that was just, I felt the spirit and I would just had to share. I'm like, I, I had to share the word of the Lord, but um, there's a lot of times where the Lord just tells me to minister to someone. And what that ministering looks like is just having a conversation and treating them like a human being. And, and while I will share the word of the Lord with that person, there's oftentimes where like they need to, they need to laugh. And the, and I believe there's an angel sign to me that makes people laugh. I mean, some, sometimes it, I, I, I tend to make people laugh, but it's not so funny when I say I'm funny. Cause it's just like, you can't call yourself funny. That's just like, you can't, I mean, that just sounds like arrogant. Like, it's like, you're not that funny. It's like, whatever. I, I make myself laugh. So, or maybe the Lord makes me laugh. I, it's amen. But um, I don't know. I just encourage y'all. I, I feel like these are such awesome keys that y'all can use that like when you're, when you run into people who have a broken spirit, who can bear it? Jesus Christ can, and Jesus Christ lives inside of you. And I know a lot of y'all have received deliverance. Y'all have went through just like, Y'all have experienced it. And I know that y'all can do the same thing that y'all can lead people to lead people through repentance of areas that they need repentance for. I know some of y'all, a lot of y'all hear from the Lord and like, oh yeah, the, this is what the Lord has to say about this individual. And so if the Lord can speak to you in that way and, the, and you can lead someone through repentance and, and you can share the goodness of God with other people, if you can share your testimony as the Lord leads Again, I'm not telling you to like exactly what to do because you need to be led by the spirit on how to minister to people. There's, there's protocol. There's certain things that you should do. Uh, but um, I just encourage y'all to don't be afraid because Jesus lives inside of you. And like, and not only like it says, preach the gospel to all creation. So not only to like that, like the good, the gospel means good news. So I'll, I'm going to wrap up on this. So not only preach the gospel to um, your other people around you, preach it to yourself. I know we've been saying this a lot lately and, and I, I need, I want to start doing this more. My life is just begin to write, whether it's sticky notes or writing on a sheet of paper, just what God says about me, find verses or just listen to what God, what do you have to say about me? like begin to do like preach the gospel to yourself minister um it says that david encouraged himself there was a time where david and and everyone around him was just feeling hopeless but david encouraged himself in the lord so as believers we need to encourage ourselves in the lord we need to allow the word to sink deep into our heart and lastly if y'all want to be even more kingdom impactors speak the gospel over your businesses that the lord has placed upon your life um, I read, I just read that, like, who can, um, another thing I, medicine is a cure. It's used, it's a solution to a problem. So, and I just pray for 
everyone in who's here who's a, who's had a desire to start a business or where the lord wants to build wealth in um which i believe he wants to build wealth in all of us in whether it's relationships whether it's in business etc i pray that the lord would give you the cure he would give you the solution and how to do it in the manner and way that he desires for you to do it um because i don't know about y'all but the lord wants to bless his children and i i received that i don't know if y'all receive it or not that's up to you but uh, i receive i receive i received that so um simone yes no i just received that I mean, are you receiving? what says you raised your hand so um that's funny i don't really have anything else to share that was all that was really on my heart to share i told you i wouldn't keep you here forever it's 8 18 i started at um i started at 7 18 now it's 8 18 so